2: or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You always follow, the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
3: Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Network Super Week continues. Circa Hotel and Casino is the spot all week long for this show. We're on the air for the next three hours today. It's a busy, busy program lined up. It is NBA trade deadline day. Jonathan Von Tobel will join us. Any futures we need to grab today before that deadline passes? How about this Sal Palantonio in studio? All right. In studio at 5 30 AM local time out here. That's impressive.
4: He's the man, Uncle Sal. And he can't catch a break. It's pouring rain again.
3: It won't stop. Five straight days? Yeah. This yeah. is nuts. It was supposed to be. Well, it was out of the forecast. I think it was supposed to end like yesterday afternoon, and then you wake up today, and it was pouring last night, pouring all morning so far today. I wake up, and I take the dog out to do his business, and I
4: I encounter this. It's coming down heavy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is just what a bad beat to start the day. No kidding. But this Th- is, yes. Uh, uh, he, uh, much like everyone, he
3: likes uh, Kansas City. So, and, and by double digits, too. All right, Mike and Paul Charchin on the show as well. Okay, so then if that happens, there's, I thought there was a fun discussion and a debate on a piece that was written at vcin.com between Von Tobol, Zach Cohen, and Adam Burke here at vcin. Mm-hmm. And it was a back and forth about betting the MVP. If Casey wins by double digits, Mahomes is going to win the MVP, I would think. I mean, it goes to the court. Paul, it's well, been it's thir- a high
4: scoring though. That's, that's you know that the thing. okay.
3: So, 32 out of 57 MVPs in this game have been the quarterback. 12 out of the last 16 have been the quarterback as well. I I don't like it how they approach the award because they need to have the votes in when the game ends so they can announce announce it right away. Like Damian yeah. Williams, when these two teams met four years ago, to me, Damian Williams was the clear cut MVP of that game. Mahomes was far from great. He threw two INTs. It was a struggle for him a lot of that game. Williams scored a touchdown late. He was awesome, and I thought the reason why they pulled away and won the game, but that they didn't include that last touchdown because votes had to be in. I would say the same thing a couple years later when I was making a big case for Aaron Donald. I had him 25 to 1. That cost me you know, several thousands of dollars, but he dominated the, the second half in the last drive of the game. Votes were already in. And people who went back and watched the game said, yeah, I screwed up. I should have given it to Aaron Donald. So you do, I think the other, the one other person who can win this would be Pacheco in case they do like stick to their game plan here. And that is on the ground. And that's the one way you beat San Francisco. But it is overwhelming, Paulie, how the voters look at the quarterback, kind of like by default and say, it's got to be Mahomes. Well, that, I disagree with Von Tobel. It's, it, the
4: regular season, yes, they're going to give it to the quarterback. But you've seen where they they will. They gave it to Cup. They gave it to Edelman. Going to back what I just said, how does the game play out? What does it look like? Is it ugly? Was it like the Patriot win where they gave it to Edelman and you can't give it to the quarterback? Does Kansas City win a low-scoring game? To me, then I'm more – I really love Pacheco – uh, even more if that happens. And San Francisco's allowed 318 rushing yards in the playoffs. I could see Mahomes mixing it, getting several people involved, too, in winning a 24-20 to 20 game. Uh, does does Kelsey go off? Again, the tight ends never won it. So uh, I think you can make the case for several players in this game and not just say, well, if Kansas City wins, it's going to be Mahomes. We also refuse to give Purdy credit. That's the other great angle. I mean, how does San Francisco do a lot of their damage if they have a ton of success uh, offensively on Sunday, is it McCaffrey, is it Debo? And we still we still just say, well, Mr. Irrelevant, the guy's not that good, and people uh, wanted to throw up with the MVP discussion too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great back and forth that the two had, but I disagree with Von Tobo that you can make the case for several
3: people here. No, yeah, he Von Tobo was, and again, I would suggest that you go and read this today at some point at vsan.com. Von Tobo kept pointing out it's going to be the quarterback, it's going to be the quarterback over yep. and over and over again. And his two guys are Mahomes and Purdy. I absolutely agree with you. I think that there are more guys on the San Francisco side who can win this award on the offensive side, by the way. And maybe if you have a low-scoring game and a defensive guy comes up with like a pick six and has a sack, something like that, then it's like, okay, maybe he can win. Maybe like a Von Miller type uh, when you go back almost a decade now. But the path here to beat the Chiefs, forget about what Baltimore did. That was one of the most idiotic game plans we can ever recall. That was the exact opposite way you're supposed to approach a Kansas City defense because the secondary is so good and you can run on them look at the bills game in the playoffs they ran all day on that team several teams have been able to do that and oh by the way that's kind of the bread and butter here as McCaffrey is like the height that the strongest point he's the anchor of that offense to start with but then what if like Debo is going to get involved his rushing prop has gone up from some spots at 14 and a half yards to 16 and a half yards I think there's an angle here where Debo can, abs- you know, he can be in the mix. Yes,
4: there's a path. Right, he's going to be involved, a big part of the game plan. He could do it rushing, receiving, and have multiple touchdowns. What, what do you do if the game plays out like the AFC title game? I think it would have been Kelsey, but that's a tough call. Also, if it plays out like the AFC title game. What if you get 90 yards and two touchdowns out of Pacheco? What if he has 115 yards and a touchdown? You're going to be hard-pressed not to give it to Pacheco, unless Mahomes has 302 scores, which I don't see Kansas City putting up 40 points. But that's, you know, if if it
3: plays out like the AFC title game, I think Kelsey would have been your MVP. Yep. I uh, I did not realize this until I read the piece. The only back-to-back Super Bowl MVP winners, Bart Starr and Terry Bradshaw. That's it. I mean, it's as we've learned now over the last 30-plus years, it's difficult to repeat in this league. The Patriots, the last team That's to do right. it now going back several years. That's what the Chiefs are up against, too. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. And then when you do look, though, at this current form of the 49ers defense, Goff had a good game. Christmas night, Lamar was perfectly fine against them. And another example, if people want to use this, was when you, you brought it up yesterday, when Cincinnati went off the bye and they traveled to San Francisco, Burrow and that offense got whatever they wanted. Yes. And it was very easy for them in that game. That's the game that would really concern me. Nixon almost had
4: 100 yards, he had a touchdown. Burrow threw for almost 303 scores, it was easy. And then what happened two years ago between these two teams, and Mahomes picked them apart as well. But are they're becoming too trendy, though. I mean, again, in our guide, 34 people picked the game. 21 have Kansas City. ESPN.com. 49 people picked Kansas City. 15, pick the Niners. Yeah, the closer we get to the game, I actually like San Francisco. All the big
3: bets are coming in on San Francisco. All the respect and money has been on San Francisco. Yeah, this is... It's overwhelming when you read all this stuff about how many people are picking the Chiefs. That's kind of crazy I know. to me. The underdog. Yeah. Yes. This, I mean, is, this I, is scary stuff. I, I, and and people... So, the people who are doing this, I think, are only going short-term recent form and they're not considering the entire body of work no it's like what you said your pet peeve the
4: other day Monday it just, just don't tell me you can say you like Kansas City but just don't say I'm not picking
3: against Mahomes. I can't yeah, I it. need more but that's that.
4: what that's what we're seeing though yep. that's what you hear time and time again I can't go against Mahomes.
3: so this is what Zach Cohen said uh on that story in that story again if McCaffrey rushes for 100 yards and a score and Purdy doesn't throw for multiple touchdowns I can't see that being enough for the quarterback to win right JVT's retort was this well, here's the betting angle then. If McCaffrey bet McC- on the same game parlay, bet McCaffrey over 89.5 at any time touchdown and Purdy under 1.5 touchdowns, that's plus 750 at DraftKings. That's better than what you're going to find anywhere on McCaffrey to win the MVP. That, like, mm-hmm. that's, right, that's that I think, is fair. Like, that scenario probably has to play out. And if it comes in, then you're getting a better price on the same game parlay.
0: They mm-hmm.
3: also have to win the game. Yes. Throw that in there. Yep, that's big. Good call.
4: So, uh, he's been on the show many times. Does an excellent job. Peter King. He was on with uh, on Lombardi line with Stormy and Michael, and they asked Peter, and Michael has a great line in here, too, we'll get to, but they asked Peter King who he likes in the game.
1: Sunday. I just would never pick against Mahomes. I just, Is that simple? The rest of my life, I'll never pick against <laughs> Mahomes. I mean, he might lose. But, and again, I'm glad that I don't gamble. I'm terrible at it, I'm terrible at picking things. But, I just have this feeling that, look, I believe Kyle Shanahan when he says Brock Purdy is an absolute rock solid assassin. I get it, and he is. But, never been on this stage before. No, I know, but why is it that he can't get the love that Kurt Warner got, oh, and they both God. had the same journey? Like, how about, how, about what Kyle, how about what Kyle said to me about that, he goes, I'm not comparing Brock Purdy to Joe Montana. But what would they be saying today in Joe Montana's second year after being a yeah. low third-round pick? Exactly. Because did, oh yeah,
5: Joe didn't have any weapons, did he? No,
4: but, but you know, I <laughs> mean. But, but,
1: it, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is he yeah. believes that Brock Purdy just does what he tells him to do.
4: Very good. That's good. Yep. Oh. Lombardi made an excellent point. It was Kurt Warner. When people fell in love with the story, they did a damn movie about it. I guess it's working at a grocery store in Arena Football League, but from Mr. Irrelevant, no one wants to embrace him and give him the credit. And and Peter King did the ride-along with Shanahan, and uh, Shanahan gave him that tidbit too.
3: I like that. I mean, that makes sense, right? A third-round pick, remember Russell Wilson in Seattle? Yeah. Guy stinks, can't play, has a really good team and an awesome defense. I, how long did we hear that? His entire career? Yeah. Montana was awesome, but it was yeah. an embarrassment of riches, too. Stormy's right.
4: Uh, Peter also saying, I, I'll never pick against the guy. Well, he's 10-1 and 1 ATS as a dog. So he has that, too. Did you see the guy on Reddit? He's picked 16 in a row wrong, and he has the Chiefs. How do you how do you go 0-16? Oh, can you believe did, that? you mean 16 Super Bowl's. Super Bowls wrong in a row? He's got
3: 16 straight Super Bowls wrong. He likes the Chiefs. Wow. Well, again, what's that? What's that trend that we have? The team with the better overall, the better winning percentage in the regular season. One in
4: fifteen. ATS. One in fifteen. The I last
3: know. sixteen games. Then I got the white jersey angle. The team and, that wears white, sixteen and three. Then, then you got the Kirk Cousins curse angle. Then you have that too, right? And then you also get—you can't repeat. So. Don't we have like a lunar eclipse going on too, or something that uh, the Chiefs are automatic in this spot? <laughs> How goofy do you want to get? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Full moon tuesday night yes how about when, of that. how about when there's a downpour six days in a row in las vegas <laughs> what does that mean for a team's chances uh-huh. uh it's follow the money here on vsin the sports betting network it is DraftKings kings network super week here um up next on the program door number one or door number two including a universal discussion about how and where to watch the super bowl that's coming up here as we're live all week long in downtown las vegas for the big game
4: Get your act together. Valentine's Day right around the corner. Come heavy. The segment presented by 1-800-Flowers.com. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's. Let's go.
1: It's time to play everyone's favorite follow the money game. Live from the VEASAN studios. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is door number one. New high score!
2: What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What does that mean? I break it? Or door number two. Get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Here's Mitch Moss and Pauly Howard.
3: DraftKings Network Super Week continues here, Pauly. Door number one, Super Bowl commercials, or door number two, Super Bowl halftime show.
4: I have to go commercials. Sometimes they don't deliver, but you don't know what you door one. You don't know what you're gonna get from the halftime show. I'm not I'm not excited about Usher. Uh, And some of them have been banned. You know, I'll go back to what I said earlier in the week, too, about ripping the Grammys. What happened to the rock and roll? What has happened to rock and roll? It's out out of the halftime show, and it's out of the Grammys. Again, Metallica, one of the best bands ever, wins a Grammy, and they they say, come and get it in the pre-show before anything airs, and we'll give you your Grammy.
3: I mean, it's crazy what we've done to rock and roll. Well, with that specific Grammys this past weekend, they were really skewing older with that. Joni Mitchell... Billy Joel, right? Some of the performers that they had on. I think that was like a one-off maybe for them. But I understand where you're, where you're coming from. To me, this has to be a halftime show. The commercials have been bad for well, 20 I, years. Yeah,
4: I know, but that's also, if you're going to spend millions of dollars, you would think you'd, you'd come heavy with the creativity and and really deliver and have, have your A game. But that the, the halftime show's hit or miss. No, I didn't
3: like Rihanna last year. I didn't either. She was lip-syncing, and I know she had one in the oven. Uh, but... Right. The year before, then, in L.A., I thought it was epic. That was good, That yeah. was phenomenal. Yes. The year before that, the weekend, eh, you can have him. I didn't mind it. Other people didn't, right? Okay. Right. I thought it was okay, but... Shakira and Jennifer Lopez was an absolute A. Yes. Very, very strong. Yes. Um, I don't recall Maroon 5. I remember Timberlake. He was good. I thought Lady Gaga was awesome. Coldplay? Get out of here with that. <laughs> Kate, Katy Perry, had Left Shark. <laughs> yes. Totally lost. Bruno Mars is awesome. Beyonce was really, really good. Chili Peppers? Yep. Yeah. In New but, York? They were good. So for the most part, they've got they've had pretty good. I mean, if you want to go wait to like seventeen years ago now, the Prince Prince's um, right. halftime show was probably Prince, the best of all time. Prince, you too, right? But then again, the who the who were awful. Yeah,
4: they, they they had a bad performance. I guess it happens to everyone.
3: Yeah. Uh, door number one, San Francisco clam chowder in a sourdough bread bowl, or door number two, Kansas City barbecue. Oh, door
4: two. Yeah. And that's a super meal, we can debate that, Banya. But that's on oh, a bread bowl, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's strong enough, but the barbecue, the pictures you see on social media when these people in the South Kansas City whatever, with I've, I've never seen anything like it. I did what what is on the plate and how ma- it's that's not a plate, it's a tray. They give you a tray of food with the with everything that they have with the brisket, with the corn on the cob, with the mac and cheese, with the it's, it's got to be Kansas City barbecue, I, and the fact that Oklahoma Joe's is in a gas station. We're going back to Bucky's here now, but like Oklahoma Joe's, the best spot ever, it is in a gas station. I can't.
3: The hype is real, and I, it's Kansas City barbecue for me. Now I know it's a tourist trap, but if you're ever in San Francisco, you got to go down to the Fisherman's Wharf. You have to. You got to try some yes, of the that shells. That's great. Yes, B- yep. is right there, and, you and get they make, the um, they make the fresh sourdough bread bowls right, right there. Right, right. It's incredible. My wife. Uh, she's a big 49ers fan. On Sunday for the game, she's making her clam chowder. I'd put her clam chowder up against anybody. Is that right? Phenomenal. I love clam chowder, it's, but it's, it's hard to get. Spread. It's a grand slam every time well, she makes it. I got it every day when I was out in Boston. I ordered it every day. And it's very I good. Go, I, can't, I, I love it. Uh, this is a tough one for me, because when you put it in the sourdough bread bowl, it's outrageous. But i probably lean for Super Bowl. i probably lean Kansas City Barbecue. Yeah. All right. Uh, door yep. number one. Watching the big game at a big party a casino a sports book you fill in the blank or door number two you watch the big game at home door two not even close it's it's
4: a slam dunk i i was invited here scott tribuco who's been on the show from boston said hey i got a table in the sports book let's watch the super bowl we have our 49er future ticket i didn't respond he reached out again hey i'm inviting you and your girlfriend i go i'm not coming to that i go i'm no way he goes, what? But I'm inviting you. He couldn't believe it. No, you were stunned he goes, when I told him I can't do goes, either. I go, that's the last place I would go. Yeah. Number one, it's in the business what we do. I have to watch and see everything. Well, that's what we're up against but that's yeah. But it's also, it it's. if you go to a party, there's a good chance you're going to encounter Swifties. But for, throw that out this year, though. But that's going to happen this year. But this is where the, most of the people, this is the only game they watch all year. Yeah. So it's going to be, the, and, and most people are there. Frank B. nailed it yesterday. This was off air. But Frank B. is so smart. That's what the people, the people at the parties are there for commercials and halftime. And that's it. So when you, people, the talking during the game, the questions, not football fans, all this. Not to mention, there are props being cash left and right. And you can't miss something. And you don't want to be having a conversation. You look up, oh. I missed a long pass. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I 11-yard reception by Rice. Oh, I missed that. No way. It, so, has, it has to
3: be at home. Because what we do for a living here, it's the answer for us has to be at home. Because we're going to be on the air live at 4 o'clock in the morning here local time the next day. You also... I, I, go, okay, go ahead. And continue. oh, by the way, one more thing about the people okay. talking at a party. I've noticed this in previous years. You get together with like 20, 30, 40 people. And they, this is, you're exactly right, Paul. You, you nailed it. It's their first game of the year. They want to watch the commercials and a halftime show, but they talk the entire time. Right. You're here for the commercials. I can't hear them. Shut up. Can't hear. Now, on that point, too, and
4: it, and we said earlier, you went off on Boomer Esiason. Well done. It takes a lot for you to get ticked off. I Me, I'm a race car in red. I don't have any patience. But we do things differently out here in Las Vegas. During the 07 Super Bowl, when the Patriots were trying to go for the undefeated season, I hosted a Super Bowl party yeah. in a gentleman's club. They didn't put the sound on the. It was no. It was music the entire time. I'm going for history here. I have no it. No sound. I couldn't believe it. And then you, I got to come in and talk about the game. But then it was like, I got music. I got Motley Crue in my ear for two and a half hours. Oh.
3: Whatever the dancer wanted, who was on stage. Any uh, pour some sugar on me? Or I'm sure that was, yeah. we had
4: that too. But I, I was tell- also.
3: So yeah. I was at Planet Hollywood that night. They had a huge get together, a massive party. Every single person in that room was on the Giants money line. Yes. So you tell me you tell me how loud that place was. That's I couldn't right. hear myself think that's exactly right for three and a half hours. Yeah, very good. Going crazy the entire time. Um it, you know, if things were different. Like if we didn't if we didn't if we didn't, if we didn't have a show at Viston and didn't have to wake up, maybe that would be a little bit acceptable. I'm with Chris Russo. I want and then I'll watch
4: the postgame and that and that's yeah. that's how I am. Yeah, I, this, I want to be
3: left alone. Here you go. This is uh the mad dog himself, Christopher Russo, talking about how he wants to watch the big game. What's your Super Bowl watching setup like? I like to watch the games alone. I don't want to watch the game in a party atmosphere. I want to st- I want to have fun with the game. I want to enjoy it. It's the last football game for seven months. So you want to go out there and soak it all in. Soak it all You in. want to hear the broadcasters. You, you know, you want to get revved up for kickoff. I don't watch a ton of the pregame show, if anything at all. I'll probably put it on at 530, 540. I'm not one of those guys who wants to sit around and drink seven beers <laughs> with the next-door neighbor. I could care less. The game is too serious to me. I agree. Let me watch the game in peace. I don't want to be, you know, I watch the game with my kids. I got one kid specifically who's totally on top of it. I won't be with him this week. He's in college, but yep. I watch the championship games with him. My wife is in and out. She's in for the commercials, and she's in for the halftime. I could care less— Okay, that's how he is. I
4: remember last time he was with us in Arizona. I'm all chiefed out, he said. that That's Russo, and that's why he's the GOAT. But that I don't understand the getting obliterated, too. I, concerts, sporting events, sitting there, I don't understand that. Oh, don't you, you, you want to remember the game. Yeah, have a couple of pops. Well, you but can have a couple. You, you do you want get... to wake up
3: the next day and say, um, let me see here. Wait a second. I lost $1,500 on the game, and yeah. I don't remember the commercials, nor do I remember the halftime show. Oh, you're running to the bathroom every 20 minutes. Yeah, that's exactly but right. But you break the seal. So we'll ask you, uh, the email here is ftm at com. also social media on X, at live at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. How do you prefer to watch the game? I, will, I brought this up yesterday. I'll bring it up again. Some of my best days, I think, in terms of overall entertainment here in Las Vegas, and I've been here for more than 20 years, like Pauly has been, has been on Super Bowl Sunday when I've had friends in town, and they're staying here, and I come and meet them, and and I don't have to wake up and we're not doing a show at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's like, okay, now we're going to have a couple of pops. You you get there to the casino at like 10 o'clock in the morning. You're gambling. You're having a great time. The atmosphere is just awesome at the whole spot that you're in. You can take in the game. You get all your bets in that you haven't placed already. You watch it there. The excitement level—it's a blast. But I prefer to watch at home. I don't want a thousand people generally like chirping the entire time. There, it is a big deal, right? It's once a year. That's it. Yeah. Who knows how long you're going to be around. Um, I want to watch the commercials. I want to watch the halftime show. I want to take in everything and remember it as much as possible.
4: I'm also with them. I could care less about the pregame shows. The pregame shows are horrendous. Unwatchable. Put VEASAN on, and that's you're you're watching an NBA game or whatever. Like, I care what Bill Cowher thinks.
3: Or Phil Simms wearing his ladies' glasses. The Gloria Vanderbilt collection. So we'll get your reaction on this coming up next. Don't forget, NFL awards are announced tonight. NFL Network had 32 analysts participate in selecting their winners. I'll say this. Get ready for at least one uh, at least one pretty large upset if they're correct on this.
4: You might need it at the party Sunday. The
3: segment brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. So we're talking about this in the previous segment, door one or door two. How do you and where do you watch the game at on Sunday? And the caveat is, again, we do this for a living, so it's a little bit different than the average person. Uh, We're up uh, bright and early doing a show at 4 o'clock out here local time on Monday morning to recap the game and go over everything that was Super Bowl. So we're going to be a little bit different, but we like to watch at home anyway uh, compared to going to a big party. On X, this is from Jake, watching alone is the way to go. You go to a Super Bowl party, and it's more of a social gathering. I don't want to be rude, but I want to watch and hear the game at peace and sweat my bets. Yes. Yeah, there's... I've done that before as well. I did that for the Arizona Pittsburgh Super Bowl, which to me may be the best Super Bowl of all time. I sat there at the Westgate Theater, and I had, like, there are 15 pages of props or whatever it is at the time. And I tried to, like, memorize where the props were located on because I wanted to grade them all, Paul. By the end of the first quarter, I had, like, 45 props that were graded. Yep. It was awesome. I loved it.
4: I got a short attention, like most people, too. Like, I'll give you two 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 and a half minutes, but after that, do you really care? I don't need your life story. I can't get it from every single person, though, as well. But also, are you a football fan? If you're a football fan, you want to watch at home. I compare it to uh, all these years with the college football playoff when they did the damn semifinals on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Well, if you got to go with the girlfriend or wife, to a, 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 hey, they're going to drop the ball. Well, that's why it was so stupid. But it's New Year's Eve, and you're going to some party, and then, while well, the game's on, and you can't even pay attention uh and, and you're missing out what's going on with there, yep. too. It's, it's a gathering. It's a, it's a party more than just people you want to watch a, a, the game as a football fan.
3: Yep. Email here, ftm at vsun.com from Steven. He says that uh, the average Joe wants to concentrate, um, but also they want to go out and have a good time on Super Bowl Sunday. It's an American party. Um, we enjoy watching it with friends at a party, eating, drinking, the entire thing. I get it. I, I, I do. Well, I mean, if, my, if Monday was a national. now it one, should be. There you the go. Thing. That's
4: where I was going. This yep. needs to be done. The well, ne- the, either play it on a Saturday night or make Monday a holiday. It's too
3: big. Here's what's going to happen. The league is going to add one more week to the season, and they're going to push it back one more week as a result, and that will land on President's Day. So the Monday following the Super Bowl is going to be President's Day. I think that's going to be the ultimate goal for the league. That's the move. Yep. This is from Kim, ftmadvcin.com. Absolutely nobody else because the guy with no money yells the loudest in a group viewing. Yes, he does. Okay. Well said, Kim. Yes, he does. This is from JT. I usually watch at home with a few close friends with the who did you bet before I invite the people. Okay. Uh, that's also a good idea. Right? Because if you're hosting a party, you're on the Niners. You reach out. Hey, guys, who did you bet in the game? Oh, you have yeah. KC? Never mind. I'm not going to have a party. Yeah, right. Because you don't want to be. That was that was me. That was Lorraine and me in the Packers 49ers game. She had to leave the room I was watching in and watching in a different spot because I was so obnoxious, rubbing that fast green base start in her face the entire and screaming at mm-hmm. her, swearing, yeah. top of my lungs. My mom's watching with us as well. <laughs> they're, they're trying to tell me to settle down. Mm-hmm. My blood pressure's through the roof. I was trying to enjoy it. She couldn't take it. Yeah. And I don't blame her. All right. Well, 200 to one shot, too, on a future. Wanted that to come in. Uh, So, you know, it's a mixed bag, obviously. And I totally understand for the people who want to go to parties. They have the Monday off and they want to let her rip. I want a
4: full report, too, Monday, though. I I want to know what the Swifty... We've never experienced this before. Now we have the Swifties' angle. You have the most famous, popular superstar at the game involved now. And you have these the younger demographic, female demographic,
3: now becoming fans and becoming chief fans. Well, that's one thing to consider, too, because some of the uh, swift props that I've seen are just, I mean, the imagination here running wild. I've seen like 100 swift props. If you can find, will this Super Bowl set the all-time viewing record, right, tracked by with yep. Neil, Nielsen, yep. you got to bet the over because you're, you're bringing in that, that entire crowd in now. Right. And you have people who have never watched football until September that are millions of people who are going to be watching the game that never watched before. So it's going to break the all-time record.
4: And the handle's ahead of where it usually is as well, yeah. which is surprising. Yeah. Considering the, the spreads, too, you take the money line out of play, as Nick Bogdanovich said, and it's, you think this wasn't the matchup people wanted.
3: Yeah, this is from Brian in Philly. Definitely watch at home. I have a TV in every room. I have all the food that I like, all the drinks that I like, no one to bother me. I take in all the commercials. The halftime show is just okay unless it's J-Lo and Shakira. Mm-hmm. And that was a good one.
4: Well, what's the uh, what do you do with the food setup? It's all tailgate stuff, right? It's all like the hot dogs and burgers and,
3: and I mean that that's that's why what I would hope people would have. I think some people parties, take it. But can, I think some people go way over the top, lobster tails, okay, shrimp grilling out, tri tip. Who oh, knows? That's big, yeah, yeah. That can get you out of the house. Don't forget tonight as well. We have the NFL awards that are going to get announced. I thought this was interesting to say the least. NFL Network had thirty two um hosts participate in selecting who they thought was going to win all these awards tonight. The MVP was Lamar Jackson. He got every vote, but basically won, I I think. The offensive player of the year went to Christian McCaffrey over Tyreek Hill. Defensive player of the year, this is if this has anything to do with what we're going to see tonight, Paulie, we're going to get a couple of upsets. This would be one of them the last number that I saw on T.J. Watt to win Defensive Player of the Year before they were taken down in early January was 8-1. to Miles Garrett was the odds-on favorite. Micah Parsons was ahead of him. The 32 people who participated selected, as a majority, T.J. Watt to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. So if you're holding out and you have massive tickets or big numbers on T.J. Watt, you have a little bit of hope tonight potentially if there's any correlation between how the NFL network people would would correspond with what we're going to get tonight and the voters
4: last week Doug Kazarian formerly of ESPN was so good talking about these are fake markets yeah like especially the NBA MVP you don't know and and it's they're fake markets and go back to what happened last year dayball won coach of the year nobody had that and With a month left in the regular season, Sirianni was a $4 favorite. He wasn't even a finalist. That's right. How about comeback player of the year? Sure. No surprise it's Hamlin, 15-10. to But second place, the 10 is Baker Mayfield. Can you believe that? Not Flacco. It goes Hamlin, Mayfield, Flacco, 15-10-5. How about coach of the year? Stefanski was minus 2,000 late in the year. He was third. He got five votes. D'Amico Ryan 16, Dan Campbell 9, Stefanski 5. Nine people said Dan Campbell should get it over Kevin Stefanski. Now that I can't believe. Neither can I. This is fall off your couch here. And and
3: Stefanski was third place, not even close. Remember, D'Amico Ryan's was around 8, 9, 10 to 1 when we brought that up, like he's going to have a chance. I hope it lands that way. If uh, Ryan's doesn't win, I'll get carry out on that award. I I have nothing on Stefanski. But again, you're exactly right. These markets are all over the place. Um, when K- Kazarian called them fake markets, I thought it was brilliant. I'll give you another one. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard can't win the, the NBA MVP. Oh, by, by the mean, way, Hel- is... hello, Donovan Mitchell, 40 again that's last right. night. Yes, that's right. Another one, uh, Maxi, horrible. Sixers blown out. Kaminga really good again last night. He's $8 to win. Comeback, or most improved player in the NBA Maxi is, who says? Tibbs was coach of the year. The year he was 25-1 to 1 in February. And that number wouldn't change, basically.
4: Now, you were all over defensive rookie of the year.
3: That's the one I really wanted to point out, because that number was outrageous, and I doubt <laughs> we're ever going to see that again. Again, folks, keep in mind what how the Eagles' defense was trending for two months down the stretch. It was basically the worst unit in all of football. Jalen Carter was the guy that I bet preseason— I thought I got a good number on him. I thought halfway through the year he was going to win the award. But here I am, a guy with a ticket on him at plus 750 to win, telling you that he did not deserve to win, nor should he. And I'm making the case that he was minus 20,000 to win it, and everybody else was between 40 and 150 to 1. Well, Jalen Carter, per this vote put together by NFL Network, finished fourth. That's the definition of a fake market. Mm-hmm. It was I don't know. If so they, had, they gave it to Will Anderson who got 15 votes, Kobe Turner, who came on like gangbusters. It was late, but he there wasn't was... even on the board yeah. until books put him up. He got seven votes and then Devin Witherspoon for the Seahawks got five all ahead of Jalen Carter. So I hope they're right with that. I hope Carter doesn't win. He didn't deserve to win. It's not personal. Just the guy wasn't mm-hmm. even on the field and the defense was horrible anyway.
4: Can you imagine if all this comes in tonight? Oh, that All would be... these
3: surprises?
4: Now, if Hamlin wins, it's not a surprise. But the fact that Flacco wouldn't even be under consideration. Well, the fact that Mayfield... I mean, that was a, Flacco was like a dollar, yeah. got down to like an even money or plus 120 late in the season. you imagine if Mayfield wins and Flacco finishes third? Yeah. Which a lot of that, too, I'm sure, yeah, uh, that would that'd be nuts. And the biggest one is coach of the year. If Stefanski doesn't get any support at all and would finish third place. My God! Well, again, if you're going to the parties, you have to have pizza. And this segment presented by DiGiorno, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno.
3: Mm -hmm. And Chris says on an email, ftmadvcin.com, if you want the food and the experience of the party, you set up two separate rooms. The non-gamblers upstairs to talk. Gamblers have their own area, so you can uh, watch waste management and pregame watch. That's a great point. Two years ago, I missed the beginning of the uh, Rams-Bengals game. I had to go back and rewind to see the opening kickoff because Shuffler was in the playoff, and I had him against Cantley. To win, the, and it went right mm-hmm. up against the game. Okay. So let's follow the money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Win some, lose some is up next. How about the Malinsky special last How night? It. How about it? It was dancing big time. Details on that coming up here as DraftKings Network Super Week continues here on VSEN.
1: last night wow winning or was it a rough one well they can't all be winners can they loser you're a loser molly howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some lose some
4: this segment presented by one flowers.com DraftKings official flowers for valentine's malinsky special last night you play against a team returning home the first game after a long road trip these two were all timers the Clippers returned home after their Grammy road trip, seven games, 11 days. The Kings returned home after a 12-day road trip. They both were blown out. The Pelicans plus 190. Who needs the seven? Came down to five. They were up 17 in the first quarter. Keep in mind the Clippers are 26-5 and since December 1st. Run out at home. Pistons, six wins on the season. Seven to one on the money line. Spank the Kings. How about Needles? He goes by Needles on X. He had a $7 parlay. Both teams to win by 11 points or more. Paid $3,000. Okay. I never thought of that. Played alt numbers on it. Played the alt. Both to win by 11 or more. Pelicans won by
5: 11.
4: uh, Pistons won by 13. You want to get nuts? Wow. Let's get nuts. Great job. Cavs, Wizards under. 237.5 down to 234.5. That cashes, and the Cavs win again. They won 15-16. Mitchell had 40. Clippers-Pelicans under 235 down to 231. That was easy. What was going on in college basketball? Michigan plus 350 beat Wisconsin. Western Kentucky plus 450. Evansville plus 375. Texas State plus 320. Georgia State plus 330. All big dogs cash in college hoops last night. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com. Our Radio and podcast, friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Look at the dog going up the gate on the stairs. He gets a running start, jumps off the first stair, and then uses the wall to come back over the gate and then doesn't miss a beat. Jumps off the wall sideways and then comes back on the flight of stairs going up the other flight, going up the stairs to the upstairs with the other stairs. That is crazy. The slow mo-
3: motion makes it amazing. Yeah.
4: He's really ass. What
3: kind of dog is that? It's got such a long, like, torso. I can't tell you. I don't, I don't, don't know. But you know. he
4: comes off the first step coming down uh, on the floor and then gets on the wall halfway up on the wall and then uses that to propel himself and get more momentum and then comes back and but on the third step going up to the upstairs. Incredible video. Let's go to Turkey. They let the street dogs come in and sleep at night. They're not bothering anyone. There you go. Hey, you get some 50, pr- $50 off here, buy one, get one. Look at the dogs. This is awesome. They're not bothering anyone. Yeah, come on in. It's cold out there. There's the street dogs just hanging out, and you, there's like a yeah, little pet there, right? Uh-huh. And there's there's like six of them right yeah, there yeah, in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. Great job by the owner. That is awesome. They're not bothering anyone. Come in from the outside where it's cold. Great. Lose some, pistons, kings under. 244-and-a-half down to 240-and-a-half. 133-120. And Wisconsin from five and a half up to 8 again. Lost outright.
3: Forget about covering the 8. What a week for the Badgers. Blew an 18-point second half lead to Nebraska. Uh-huh. Never really had a chance to win the game against Purdue at home to make a major statement, and then you lose Tough. that game to a, stra- a reeling Michigan squad. Yep. Ugh. Surreal piece of theater out here yesterday. Early in the morning.
4: A guy, apparently, well, he's experienced doing this. He climbed the spear. Oh, God. I'm afraid of heights. I forget about it. I can't. He goes all the way up the spear, and you wouldn't think that he just, okay, you can just climb it like a ladder. But that he was protesting. Oh, no. There he is on the tippy top. Oh, God. Ah, I'm nauseous. And he was protesting something, and he did it, and they they had his mugshot up there on social media and on the news as well. And a young fella. And that's just, there he is, walking on the top of the strip. Oh, my God. Thank God he was okay. I was thinking the worst when he was up there. And, oh, oh, the tables have turned. How about this video, Lose some. where the dog, how smart is this dog? I think it's a French bulldog. I can't see that well. But he, he, the dog is in the little area there where don't come out, you know, This, I you're in your time out, and the owner opens the gate to, fre- to freshen up the bed and, and move some things around, and the dog says, oh no, I'm locking you in now, how do you like it? And he, with his nose, he locks the owner in and says, yeah, right, yeah, you can't get out now, how do you like that? How do you like them apples? What's good for the goose? One bad beat? James Madison was laying four and a half. They led by 13 with two minutes. They couldn't cash. Ooh. They won by four. That is ridiculous. Great job, fellas. That is win some, lose some.
3: More emails here, fkm at How and where do you watch the big game on Sunday? This is from Robert. I think he's, he put, speaks for a lot of people here. He, he put in the subject line of the email, how I watch the game versus how I want to watch the game. I would like to record the game, start watching one and a half hours in, fast-forward through the long commercial breaks, five-minute ref reviews, three minutes of huddles to call off sides, and stupid human interest stories. How I have watched the game for the last 15 years, peer pressure from friends (laughs) to go out. We go to a local bar here in Las Vegas. I lose a 1000 bucks on Ultimate X or Kino. (laughs) I eat free chili during their annual big-game chili cook-off contest. Hear almost none of the actual game. Getting called and wake up hungover. After with heartburn from the chili contest and the shots that the hot bartenders give away for free during the game the entire night. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so that probably sums it up for a lot of people. Well, Norm and Vegas too. You want to if you miss something, go back, DVR, rewind it, whatever. Yeah.
4: What what if there's a like what they called that roughing the passer? Let yeah. me see that again. And they, or there's a you know something else happens and you like at a party they're not gonna just go back and say let me watch that again right? And Maddie Saint. About you know some it, I don't know this this is I'm the wrong guy to ask how hard or easy is it to call out on Monday? Hey, I and can't make it in. No, that's something you got to plan in advance. For. I know that's, you got that's months, the other thing. months in advance. So in terms of right on the again I feel for our friends on the East Coast, I mean the game goes till 10 o'clock at sure. night, and then it's well by the time you get home, if you want to have a couple drinks that that's another thing about. Yeah, that would you have to plan ahead because I'm sure everyone's
3: thinking I'm calling out today. I'm right. not going into work now. This is an advantage play. Durrani emailed fteam at and this doesn't just necessarily have to do with what he does. This can, you know, be a factor wherever you live. If you want to like get down and do something else outside, he said Super Bowl Sunday is my favorite day of the year to go snowboarding. No parties, no life stories from random people. Just me and the mountain all day long. Then I leave in time to go home for the kickoff. It's a great day. I did this for 10 years when I lived in Colorado. I live in D.C. now. I do it in the same area. The slopes are minimally crowded because people everywhere, they're watching the big pregame garbage all day long, and it's like a Wednesday, not a Sunday, out there on the mountain. That's terrific. Now, that's what I'm fascinated by.
4: Who are the people that don't watch the game? Like, what are you doing? Well, what else do you have on tap? There's game. nothing going on. I mean, everyone is watching the game, but that's, and they expect record ratings. So, like, what Netflix is any time. You can do that any – like, what are you doing? Right, right. Like, what else is on TV? I would have no idea. And then what else are you watching? What are you doing? What are if you're, you're planning not watching the to Super avoid Bowl, the Super Bowl. Right, cuz everyone you know it has to be at a party or doing something. And especially out here how, how we do big parties in Las
3: Vegas. Well, that like Derek said, they got nine of them alone. It's something i I've been intrigued about for, you know, many many years when you see the ratings come out and again this is probably going to be the most watched Super Bowl of all time because of the Kelsey and Swift factor. What do we have? 340 million people in this country give or take. 115 people. 115 million people watch. Huh? Where are you at? Mm-hmm. Don't know. What's happening in your life?
4: Fascinating. Wild what you're doing on a Sunday if you're not watching the game. But that's, uh, yeah, I don't know how difficult that is if just
3: uh, just to call out and say, I'm, I'm not going in. Forget yeah. about that. What are you doing for food? Because uh, you're going to watch the game at home by yourself. You're going to order pizza. Yeah, that well, that's forget about that. That's two hours. Well, I'm saying, like, you're going to have to, again, plan accordingly you know, you get, here? You get, yeah. You get it catered? Do you, do you have something scheduled to go pick up on Sunday I'll morning? I'll probably
4: get a meat and cheese tray or something easy. That's, yeah. We, we're on the air at 10 a.m. here, so I'll, I'll get something. I'll pick something up on the way home. Um, I'll grab something. Get a meat and cheese tray. So, but that's a, that a, You got a plan ahead. What do you want to go to the grocery store? At eleven o'clock, and it's going to be no, it's, it's do, going to be nuts, non- crazy in there.
3: Do that on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that's that's the. I mean, plan ahead, but right, I'll forget. Put, put it this way: I have to make a run every single year for Lorraine, the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, and, good and, and right around like New Year's, every it's like clockwork. Hey Mitch, I forgot three things. Can you go get it for me at five o'clock at night? I'm just like it's a suicide mission. What I'm are you talking about again? I'm always
4: prepared. How does this happen again? I, I get my turkey Wednesday every year. I've planned out beautifully. That thing is ready to go by Wednesday afternoon.
3: I know. I'm, I feel your pain. Yeah, that's a tough one. Boy, did she get lucky. Let me tell you that right now, folks. <laughs> Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network, as DraftKings Network Super Week continues. Today is also trade deadline day in the NBA. Our very own senior NBA betting analyst, Jonathan Vontobel, is going to join the program. Which futures do we need to bet now before some of these moves actually happen? We'll ask him next here on v